welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Audible has over 35,000 titles to choose from to be downloaded and played back anywhere, just like Pottercast. Log on to audible.com slash pottercast to get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Again, go to audible.com slash pottercast for your free audiobook. Welcome, it's the end, it's near the end of February and we are in podcast number 140. Ugh. Which, believe it or not, means that in only three months, we'll have, or two and a half months, we'll be at podcast 150. Oh man, we'll have to do something special and then forget uh, to do it. And then forget to do it. 156 will be our three years. Really? It's 52 weeks in a year. Do you think we'll, we'll ever have 365 Pottercast episodes? If they do two Duffy Hollows movies, maybe. I mean, gripe. It's possible. Okay. <laughs> we all just we all just had a garish <laughs> glimpse into the future. Shut. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like, oh, really? It's bleak. Okay, well, welcome. This is Pottercast, the Harry Potter show where we talk about everything Harry Potter, in case we didn't give you enough clues by the name Pottercast and the fact that it's everything a Harry Potter more. show. Um, I'm Melissa. Yes. I'm here again with John and Sue, and we are ready for a great show. We have another Scribby Five for you this week. We have Woo! a bit by bit discussing Deathly Hallows, and we have the debut, the world premiere of Are You Smarter Than John Noe? Everybody's smarter than John Noe. Yeah. We don't know that yet. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so what's happening in the Harry Potter news world this week? Well, we've kind of heard, and as of this recording, it's not been officially confirmed, but an author kind of spilled the beans on who is going to be directing Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It looks like Mr. David Yates is going to return because Lois Lowry, um, she she's a children's author, and she was updating her blog. And Mr. Yates was in, uh, in consideration to direct a film of her book called The Giver, and she said that he declined in order to go direct Deathly Hallows. Now, I got it. Wait, that book, The Giver? Mm -hmm. That's a really old book. Yeah, but it's a classic. That one with, like, the old guy's face on the cover and everything, and that's all I really remember about it. I never read it. I'm not sure. I had to read it for school. But I just, I just, I have to tell you, it's so funny. This makes me laugh because in the grand multi-billion dollar operation that is Warner Brothers and the very careful <laughs> publicity planning, the very careful schedule of announcements, embargoes, who knows but can't say, who can't say but doesn't really know anyway. And what happens? Yeah. Somebody says something to a friend and she blogs about it and then it's all <laughs> out there. Oh, the, wow. It makes me laugh. Oh, I love it. I mean, it was incredible because the person that sent us the tip is, is a, an avid reader of this author. And, and this woman had just posted just like like 30 minutes beforehand and she sent it right to us. And I like... What if she's lying? I, this woman, the woman's a children's author. She's a lovely woman. Oh, so she is infallible. Well, she here's, never well, she's, no, she's talking about update. her own movie, though. I mean, she was she's, talking about her yeah. own perspective. Maybe she was just trying to draw attention to herself. It's like a you know viral buzz campaign of... Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Making slanderous. Uh, yeah, like Warner well, Brothers art. needs additional publicity help. Yeah. Well, but guys, no, they her did. own her own publicity. Oh. Mm, guys, she made a she made an apology. She wrote, "Those of you who read this blog know that a couple of days ago, I mentioned the Giver movie would likely be further delayed because the director wanted to do the final Harry Potter movie first. I had no inkling what a tsunami that would bring on. I have now been alerted that my small bit of non-news is appearing everywhere, and as it takes on momentum, it also takes on a life of its own, bearing no relation to fact." Lowry says her film has been screwed by Yates. Is a headline someplace. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter websites have created lengthy postings about it. Hundreds of emails have come to me from strangers. I am about ready to change my name and go live in the outback someplace i have sent an apology to the film producer who was extremely gracious more than i deserved in her reply i think we forget we tend to forget how quickly the internet snaps and gobbles when prey is offered i should have recalled a time some years back when the author susan cooper who had lived in my neighborhood for years married hume cronin and moved away shortly thereafter in describing where i live cambridge massachusetts to an audience in charlottesville virginia i mentioned that many writers live in my cambridge neighborhood i began to list a few robert parker Catherine lasky susan cooper then caught myself and said no i forgot susan Susan's gone now. The next day, the word went out on the internet that Lois Lowry had announced the death of Susan Cooper. Oh, that's so sad. Of course, I wrote to Susan a note of apology, and she, like the film producer, was also very gracious. But geez, wouldn't you think I have learned by now? To me, this blog is like a conversation with a few friends. It always has been. I just schmooze about my write- about writing, my dog, and my grandchildren. And often people, strangers, but they feel like pals, send comments, and all is cozy. But today, it doesn't feel that way. And I'm abjectly apologizing to everyone in the film industry who has been skewered by increasing misinterpretation of what I thought was a minor fleeting and unimportant bit of news from the snowy farm in maine isn't it amazing mm-hmm. wow she just thought she was you know i love the internet fun fun tid, fun fact fun tidbit yeah. and then boom yeah you know that's so awesome it's yeah so yates huh so yates is yates. back this will be a three-peat yes. form i knew it. i knew it or a four-peat well maybe if you yeah, four yeah we maybe I just, you know, yeah, the signs. I, ugh, I hate embargoes. I want to talk. <laughs> the signs were there. But we can talk about yeah. the set stuff when the first trailer comes out a little bit. And then we'll talk about more later. Yeah, but I mean, Hooray. I think I, I mean, I I kind of thought it would be Yates all along. I just thought it made sense because he just seems so into it, you know. And if they want to keep yeah. the continuity for the end, the way he's going, I don't, you know. I don't. Yeah. Know. I can't. I can't. I can't claim Monday morning quarterback on this. I can't. I can't. I can't say that I thought so all along because I thought that three is too much for any one person. But oh, that's that changed again um, at the at the set through nothing. Nobody. Nobody said. But we'll 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 just things sort of started to feel that way. You know, you get a feeling, and um, and that was no. I I I I, I didn't see it coming until then. So. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Lu- Lucas directed or produced all his Star Wars movies. Peter Jackson did all three Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Simultaneously, too, which is even more yeah. miraculous. So, but, yeah. Well, Yates will have now, like, commandeered the franchise, which is pretty awesome. You know, yeah. the end. The end of the franchise. Great. Those Matrix dudes directed all three of their movies. But it's still, I just think it's 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 good though. I mean, I think the cast will probably. I mean, Dan Rancliffe is always so complimentary about David Yates. And it just mm-hmm. seemed to me he was really into it. So I'm, I wonder if that had a lot to do with yeah. it too. You know, I'll be interested to see if they have to do more uh, contract renegotiations if there's another movie. No, oh. oh maybe. I wonder so. what the wording of that contract was to finish the series or to do this amount of more movies. Well, 
You know, you hate to think those terms because, especially since they've just now settled the writer's strike, and Mr. Clovis can get back to. Well, I, don't, I don't think anybody will raise a fuss. No, but... I mean Sirius is still dead, so. Fortunately, yeah. Let's hope if they do the two movies, they get it all in. I don't know. We're hopeful. We'll hear about it soon. I'm sure. Um, um speaking of producers and all that kind of thing, we did hear from David Barron. Who uh, doesn't get as much attention as David Heyman, who does seems to do a lot of talking. But David Barron is also one of the longtime producers on the film. And he gave a new interview where he says he confirms a rumor that had been floating around on the Internet doo, 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 that there's going to be a new scene, a pivotal scene at the Ooh. burrow added to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows film. Or I'm sorry, Harry Potter and the Hapla Prince film. And it's going to happen like midpoint. And uh, he said, I remember reading a little bit about this. Yeah. Yeah, it got posted in our comments. Yeah. It posted in comments. It's been on, on live journals. Everywhere. <laughs> and uh, if, the, if the one on live journal was legit, it's something like they're outside in the borough or something, and like Bellatrix and Death Eaters show up out of like the forest, and they're all like start firing spells and things, and like somehow like the borough catches on fire. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, my God, the borough's on fire. And then something happens, and I, I don't remember the rest. That's the rumor. That's the rumor <laughs> that you can't say anything about woman because you were there. Sewing my lips shut. I know. So, Sucks. but uh, it's really interesting that they are adding the scene that is not, and he said specifically that is not in the book. But th- this line cracked me up. We don't often have things that aren't in the book, but this was brought in because Joe was able throughout the quite lengthy book to keep dropping little snippets of what was happening in the outside world. There'd be people reading newspapers and talking about how somebody's parents had been killed or had been withdrawn from school because their parents didn't think it was safe. And we're made aware of that. The muggle world is also experiencing these disasters, but they think the disasters are rather the work of uh, are disasters and rather than the work of Voldemort. And so that's how they, they put it in to show that like that, that, that even in the borough, that nothing's safe. Which Did, is kind of interesting. Do you think they're going to keep the scene with like the Muggle Prime Minister? No. Can you mention that cameo though? If they got that dude to do it, yo, yo Blair, <laughs> he doesn't have anything better to do, so he's just going to show. No, Blair's gone. It's this new guy. It's, but it, but, what's his name? Uh? No. What's the new Prime Minister? Oh no! Yeah, no, it would be at that time Tony but Blair. At that, right at that time, it would be Tony Blair. But it's it's um. But what the hell is he doing anyway? He could he could be in a movie. Why not? I, I don't know. They can get the guy who played him in the Queen. Yeah, that would be good. That'd you know, be I don't know. You know, but the, by the way, the, the the Prime Minister's name is Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown, yeah. <laughs> Just but, before uh, people think that we don't yeah. know that there are other countries. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, so Eddie Izzard says he goes on his whole bent and nobody knows what he's talking about for the European countries, and he just goes, "Do you know there are other countries?" <laughs> it's, it's so true about Americans. I'm sorry, I'm shutting up. What, it's not like we have like our we call our championship baseball game the World Series because that's not arrogant at all. <laughs> I know. No. All. The whole world. Well, we only play baseball. Yeah. Even the little uh, leaguers win the win the World Series in America. I know. It's so okay. I'm sorry. Um, so what were just, you saying? Um, no, it's just. I mean, there's just one more little bit about while we're talking about Hapla Prince that they've also kind of cast Fenrir Greyback and Amicus yeah. Caro. How do you say their last name? Caro? I guess Caro. it's Caro. Caro. I always say Caro. I don't know. Yeah. So that the, those have been cast. So I thought that was kind of a kind of a coup, kind of that they're having the werewolf in there. Neat. Although, but we learned last week that Flem is not in it. So. And I mean, I don't know. Just kind of uh, takes away. Such a bummer. You know, you'd think that they would jump on that and stick another pretty girl in the movie. 
You'd think they would jump all over that. Eh, they got enough pretty girls. I, yeah, it's true, but mm-hmm. still, you know. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a clumsy... four new old men, toss in another girl. Well, they never introduced Bill, so now you got to introduce Bill and Flora, and reintroduce Flora, and also, by the way, they're I told you how together. that would work. I told you how that uh, would I work. Know. Carrie turns to the camera and be like, oh, Bill Weasley. You're the Weasley's oldest brother. I've missed. I haven't seen you in a long time. No, well, you found the Chamber of Secrets, or what is it? No, the Room of Requirement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. What? Else? Anything else important, Sue? No, Sue's? nothing new. Um, we haven't seen any. I was hopeful. We just had Toy Fair. I just want to say that our friends over at Figures. dot com were very, very nice and cool toy reviews. We saw some great new photos of some of the older toys, but nothing new yet. So I know people keep asking, but we're hopeful for All new right. toys. Cool. Well, we have lots more coming up for you on the show. In addition to. Are You Smarter Than John Noe? And another bit by bit, we have with us Ms. Meg, who will be writing the script for the podcast Acting Troop, which still is happening, people. Um, Yay! We're going to hear all about the details for how to audition this week, not making it up at the end of the show. Hear all about it and what our plans are and how you can be a part of it. And it will be cool. We're bitten by bitten, taking the Deathly Hollows bits at a time. We got a big chapter, chapter eight, the wedding, that we're going to put into a f- quite a few bits because there's quite a few bits and bits going on. But this is the first bit of the chapter, chapter eight. It's a wedding. We have a muggle wedding. Bill and Fleur's wedding. Finally, wedding time. And we start out with something very. I was very surprised at the beginning, the second sentence of this chapter. Why? Because it said Harry had taken a large dose of polyjuice potion. Huh? You, you were surprised mm. by this? I, I was. I was not expecting the, the rampant use of polyjuice potion in this book. Yeah. Yeah. This is sort of where it starts, huh? Yeah. Or no, it's not. The Seven Potters so, so, kind of yeah. did that. But yeah. Yeah. the then, book is just completely full of it. It is. I was like, here we go again. Thank God we have that stuff. Yeah, for reals. But, and then it cracked me up that Fre- it said that Fred had used a summoning charm to get hairs. I didn't... I mean, that just kind of flipped me out. Okay, you can Well, I mean, isn't, con- so. isn't Cousin Barney coming to the wedding? Was he not invited? I don't know. Did he Is there actually a Cousin Barney? Is he like the guy from the, from the cabinet that has to sit out of the State of the Union so that Harry could go to the wedding? Oh, uh, maybe so. <laughs> you know? It is. I think... He doesn't get to go. I think Molly killed him just no. for the occasion. Well, just to get Harry there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Molly's um, a piece of work. Yeah, but Harry takes the place of Cousin Barney, who had a very probably... Maybe he's the accountant. I don't maybe know. Maybe he had Spoltergeit. Battergroit. Battergroit. Spolter. Wouldn't like that have shown up on Harry? That'd be kind of gross. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Harry's the slightly pudgier version of himself in Barney. Yep. In a redhead, yeah. Yeah. And it was funny, but then they go on to describe the scene. Now, because I am such a freaky, wacky film person, I was reading this little scene about how there are, like, waiters, and there's a band, and I had just been watching, like, the Godfather movie, and I just, like, flashed to, like, the Weasleys are having this posh, like, swanky party. I just didn't quite expect it to be that kind of... There was, you know, Sue, there was a lot of, like, old school images in there, like when she refers to... The waiters and oh, all right. the, serve, the band and everything. Harry could see a blue haze of pipe smoke issuing from the spot. It's got a very kind of old school feel. It did. You know, that. I agree you with know, you. Yeah. They're all sitting around smoking. You know, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I just got so that's why I flashed to that scene. I was like, you know, like I don't know, like maybe Cary Grant or something. I don't know. Just I don't. I was it just <laughs> it didn't quite match with my image of the borough. What kind of like I don't know. I just thought it'd be a more uh, homespun. Yeah, be. I don't know. It was very much like a Muggle wedding. You know, um, I like the. Oh, I mean, it could be. If weddings were completely different in the Wizarding World, then I don't know how we'd even relate to it. Like if it was all like on brooms or something, girls are underwater. <laughs> they work wonders. <laughs> I mean, that'd be wild. You know, but it, it was kind of cool. Good. Did you not like this we, thing too, Melly? When she was, she was talking about how she was writing, she write exotic flowers and bewitched birds fluttered on their hats, while precious gems glittered from many of the witches, uh, the wizards. Yeah. You know, it totally evokes the 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 festive atmosphere that we know of a wedding, and um. But I, I, I don't know what I expected. I think because, to be honest, over 10 years or 7 years, whatever it's been, I have read a lot of fanfic involving Wizarding Weddings. Oh, yeah. And people always come to it with some elaborate, you tie the wands together and birds fly out the end and then gold rings yeah. fly out from nowhere and zoom onto your hand and everybody erupts and glitters. Like, you know, it's always bigger in fanfic and she made it very conventional. I think you're right, though. Maybe it is the influence that she was worried about the Delacours, that she wanted to, they tried to go all out. So maybe that was it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But I had to chuckle. I think they have a little more money. I'm sorry. No, that's, you're right. You're right. No, I was just had to oh. chuckle about the, the sound of the bees, because, you know, there had been that theory about that Dumbledore was an Animagus as a bee, and yeah. then or maybe Ron was actually Dumbledore as a bee, and then they, <laughs> it's like, there's the bees! There she are! Ron's Dumbledore back from the future. He's yeah. a bee. He's got a stinger. He's going to sting Harry. Harry's going to get a bite. A tattoo with the, with the sign on it will appear of the Deathly Hallows, and now they know what they're looking That's for. That's it! You solved you know? it right there. <laughs> and then Ron kills Dumbledore. Just for fun. Yeah. Because he swatted his neck. <laughs> but yes, yes, the, the wedding, yeah, the wedding was very... It was, but it was not, I mean, it was nice. It was conventional with wizarding touches, mm-hmm. you know? I think it was kind of comfortable and cozy because we, we know the conventions. Yeah. They're similar to ours. Well, and a wedding is a perfect excuse to get a bunch of characters together. And to meet a lot of new characters, of course, as well. And we have a, f- a few of them. <laughs> One of the first people we meet is crazy looking dude. Yeah, John, say his name. His name is Exo Phallus. No, I know. No, no. John always makes sure to think about the phallus. I'm just saying. What? Phallus? Exo yes. Phallus? Do you know what a phallus is? It's like something they use in chemistry. Oh, it no, is not. Really you not. are shameless. Shameless. <laughs> Smirching okay. arcane. Xenophilius love good yeah it's pretty xenophilius much... which means a, like you know how people are xenophobic but they don't like foreigners yeah he's a, it's like a love of the eccentric or that's sort of the feeling about the word mm-hmm. well how did his parents know when he was born that he was going to be a, in love with the eccentric john i don't know i don't know it's a magical thing it's a very clever magical world how how did they know that luna would be moon like or would moon she does not, <laughs> Millie. Oh, oh my God! No, I mean I don't mean it in that oh, sense. I, I mean just, moon I like daydream, like in the in the natural sense of it. John's version of is, mooning is a whole run, other thing. Running around in a random classroom, John, and mooning his kids John, and running out laughing. Mooning is daydreaming, being far I've off. I've never heard That's mooning that really, way. Yes, you, mooning about? You've never heard that? Have you ever seen The Little Mermaid? Uh, 
What? Frightened. Little Mermaid's father said You couldn't even see her butt. It's not, not that definition, you dork. Jesus. I you can't, can't pull oh. the fins down. I'm sorry. He doesn't even have two legs. John, there's a definition that is totally appropriate, and there's one that's not. Guess which one you're using. Well. Okay, I must breathe. I must breathe. I know. You know, I just. I know. God. So, okay. okay, I love his description. You, Back you on the Zenos, his, his, his attire. I love it. I just thought it was fabulous. You know, suited. Yeah, but um, Luna's wearing all yellow. She's got sunflower in her hair. And it's yeah. like once, once, once you get over the glare, it was yeah. nice, Harry said. Aww. You just imagine them showing up just totally chartreuse, blinding. Great. See, when I read this description of her, I thought we were going to get, you know, some kind of romance for her in this book. Just because they seem to focus in on what she was wearing, how she looked and everything. And it sounded pretty cute. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who would have who been. Had Joe never debunked Neville and Luna, I would have thought for sure at that point. But I don't know. You guys don't agree, obviously. You're well, not I mean, I think we get a little hint of some love for her late in the book, but nothing... It's not, we don't settle her history in this book, you know. But did you not? Did your heart just not leap though when I it did for me when I it, the sentence came up, an odd symbol, rather like a triangular eye, glistened from a gold chain around his neck. Now, not having no known... Olaf came over from the right, yeah, wearing a bad costume. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that's that's un- unfortunate. Series, the, yeah. the, their symbol looks like a looks like an eye. It so is. Harry it Potter is. is far superior. Far superior. That series. So. Wait, what are you talking about? There's a series of unfortunate events. They, oh. have, they all have tattoos on their ankles. That's. It's. A, it looks like an eye, and it's really the letters VFD, or we think it is anyway. And this, the Deathly Hollow symbols re- resembles it a little bit. Eh. But I just I had yeah. remembered us, you know, forever when the book cover. At this point, we had been theorizing over that crazy symbol on the book cover, you know. And then here, mm. lo and behold, he's got it around his neck. You know, I just was like, oh. Like some, yeah. some rapper's jewelry. Yeah, it and was. Has a little... Zeno's <laughs> bling. bling. It was was the symbol. I just was like, oh. But I love, I, well, another thing I love about this chapter is that Luna sees sees Harry as burnt and just walks over to him and says, hey, Harry, as if it's nothing. And it's just, and he says, no, 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 my, my name's Barney. And she says, oh, have you changed that too? Like, it's just so, she's so pure. She can, she can tell that's a power, though. That that's is a power. significant, I think. She could be, like, in the ministry, like, unspeakables. Yeah. They, yeah. Use, they use Polyjuice Potion to fool people on very important things, and if she yeah. can see right through it... If she knows the, the person, I think. I don't think you could always see through it. I don't think she can, like, detect Polyjuice, but she knows Harry, and she can see who he is in his eyes, you know? Oh, but maybe, like, his facial expressions, and... Yeah. Harry always picked his butt or something, and everybody yeah. knew about it. Thanks again, John. No, back to your butt. No this problem. obsession with your butt. It's just I don't unhealthy. have an obsession with Harry's butt. It's unhealthy. Okay, but so, okay. I thought that was cool, too. I like, I, I enjoy, like, the Gernimbli Gardensi. Gernumbli Gardensi. How do you say that? Gernumbli Gardensi. I don't know. I'm I don't guessing. Know. It's, I haven't, maybe it's Gernumbli Gardensi. Nobody, I mean, Joe's I never pronounced it, so. But I, um, that cracked me up, though. I mean, they're here. They have this deep thing about gnome saliva. I mean, just like they hello. Just have a, they have such a special little bond. Like you know, she's the only. He's the only other one that she can talk to seriously about these crazy whims she has. 
and they they totally take each other as completely as nothing out of the ordinary which you'd have to think people like them need i know and then the way they speak declaim in murmish i mean you know it's just so yeah. i love that declaim yeah in murmish <laughs> who would be who would be the perfect casting for him god um do you have it's... an idea john no no, I kept thinking. I, I I keep trying to think of a role that they could get Patrick Stewart for because I know he's talked about wanting to get on Harry Potter movies, and I he's love too that serious. guy. He's so brilliant. But he would be, it'd be way out of his normal character that he would take. I would like, say Jim Broadbent if he wasn't already taken. Yeah. yeah. But who's the guy? I don't think he's alive, and I think he's he's American. He maybe still be alive. But the guy that played him Back to the Future, the crazy professor. Oh, he'd be great. Christopher Lloyd. Is, That's it, Christopher he Lloyd. He'd be fantastic. Yeah. And what about Michael Caine? He's British, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He could do He's that. so old, though. He's old, but he'd be He's funny. Old. He knows pretty old. Why not? He could do funny, uh, I think. Oh, yeah, of course. He was in Austin Powers. Oh, he yeah. He was Austin Powers' <laughs> dad. He can, he can easily do funny. Do you think Luna's dad is younger than that, though? Yeah. Mm. Luna's dad would be like Arthur's age, so he'd have, he'd have you know... Yeah. yeah, hair like yeah. candy floss. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, is very old looking, but perfect for as far as maybe Christopher Lee could do it. Oh, Saruman, he played him so yeah. good in Lord of the Rings. He could be funny, I think. But he was I'm talking about if this was Luna's grandfather, then these guys would be perfect. I don't know. I keep thinking of an old guy because his hair is the texture of candy floss, and that always seems to indicate old to me. Yeah. Um, you know that that mm. kind of waxy thinning, but yeah, you're right. Uh, he's younger than that. All right, send your casting suggestions for Xenophilius yes. Lovegood. <laughs> we'll forward them on. Staff at Pottercast.com. We'll forward it to our super secret person who has no no power over anything. No. No. <laughs> but we want to see him. Yeah. We'll send him to Sam. Yeah. Who's smarter than John Noe. Okay. Yeah. So Crumb sees this. No, we're not up to Crumb yet. No, we're up. We're up to Auntie Muriel. <laughs> God, this girl drove me nuts. Everybody has an Auntie Muriel. Everybody has them. I don't have an Auntie Muriel. Oh, My family is beautiful. I don't believe you. I have an Auntie Muriel. Everybody, Everybody does. Muriel. It's a fact. It's just a fact of life. She's the one that goes, I, I love, you have to think that J.K. Rowling's an, an Eddie Izzard fan because she, she had Annie Muriel running around saying, give me a chair. I'm 107. Yes. Where, and it, there's a whole <laughs> bit of Eddie Izzard that he does where it's like, I'm 82. I'm 82. About how eight people, when they, women, when they hit 82 years old, just kind of like go around going, I'm 82, you know? Uh, it's so true. We've all heard that. It is. It's so true. And, he, you know, she complains about people just right in front of him. Like, good Lord, what's he wearing? He looks like an omelet right in front of him, you know? An omelet. I mean, we have those kind of embarrassing things. You have relatives you mm-hmm. just want to cringe and just go, oh, my God, I can't believe But, like, that relative, you think you've, you, you've, done, you've spent time on yourself. You feel like you look so pretty. A relative comes over and goes, oh, stand up straight, you yeah. know? And, <laughs> Like, you know, lady. I mean, what about getting old, do you think, gives you the right to just talk down to people? I think there is a age in which the filter just disintegrates and you say whatever is on your mind because you don't, yeah. you don't yeah, care well, anymore. Then, then you should get slapped around a little bit. Go ahead, John. Go slap some grandmas around. Tell me mm-hmm. how you come out of it. Well, I'd be like, hey, what the hell? Oh, excuse me. I hate to bring this up, but speaking of slapping grandmothers, he tried that with Grandmother Neville. And he and Dollish got his butt kicked. I'm just saying this is yeah, not a good thing you that know, Dollish, that John Noe this. be tacking on grandmothers. Mm. Your history love, is against you. 
I just liked that. I like it the, p the part where you just referred to him and me as the same person. That made me smile, so I don't care what you said. Oh. <laughs> well, all right. Well, on that note, we got a lot more to do in this it's, show, so let's get back to it next it's a week. A huge with... chapter. Okay. More of the wedding. We'll see you next week with more. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Scribby 5, the five minute podcast of the Leaky Cauldron's premier essay project, Scribulus. I am Beth, or Looney Love on the forums, and with me today we have Laura, or Music Cows. Hello. And Linda, a.k.a. Mosaic. Hello. We were going to talk about one of our spoof essays today, but I heard you need some help with something, Laura. What's wrong? Well, guys, I I kind of forgot Valentine's Day. <gasps> <gasps> Laura, how could you? I'm... I'm honestly a little shocked. I know, I know. I was just so busy, it completely slipped my mind. It's been two weeks and I still don't know what to get my husband, but I have to do something amazing to make up for this. Oh, I have the perfect idea. You could get him one of those deluxe nose hair trimmers. They are so nice. <laughs> um, it's a great suggestion, Linda, but um, I don't think that's very romantic. Oh, oh, what about a Barry Manilow mixtape? Nothing says romance like Barry. That's true, um, but I don't really think he's a fan, Beth. Well, I guess you could just get him a pair of socks. Oh, Linda, that's a great idea. Thanks. Uh, socks? Yeah, socks are the ultimate symbol of love, Laura. Haven't you read Sock It To Him by Birthday Twins? The whole essay explains how in the Harry Potter series, socks are consistently used as symbols of love. Dumbledore gave us our first hint in Sorcerer's Sock. Stone. Huh? Sorcerer's Stone, not Sorcerer's Sock. Oh, oh yeah. Um, in Sorcerer's Stone, Dumbledore tells Harry that if he looked in the mirror of Irised, he'd see himself holding a pair of thick woolen socks. We know now that that's probably not what Dumbledore would have seen, but he said that to give Harry a pretty big clue. The power that the Dark Lord knows not, that Dumbledore keeps talking about, was socks. You know, I think I remember that essay now. Birthday Twins also talks about how we always see Molly Weasley, possibly the most loving mom ever in literary history, either knitting or folding socks because, like Birthday Twins says, Molly, the eternal mother hen, knows that warming the feet is the first step to warming the heart. Exactly, Laura. And what about the sock in Chamber of Secrets? Of course! How could I forget? Harry puts a sock in the diary, which, of course, frees Dobby from his slavery to the evil Malfoys. I mean, he could have put anything in that diary, like a hat or a scarf or even a nice pair of boxers. But he chose the sock. Hmm. Perhaps my husband wouldn't think that's cute, guys. I don't know. Well, maybe you should tell him about the Goblet of Feet. Fire. Right, Goblet of Fire. Uh, after Harry set Dobby free with the sock, Dobby goes on to knit some socks in return for Harry. So it's obvious Dobby identifies socks with love and devotion. In Deathly Hallows, we see just how devoted Dobby is to Harry. And it was a sock that started the entire friendship. Well, that is pretty convincing, Linda. It seems that whenever Harry wants to protect something, say, a bottle of Felix Felicis, he wraps it in socks. It seems like they're used symbolically throughout the books to represent comfort and love. Exactly. 
Birthday Twins summed it all up quite nicely by saying that socks are an important motif in the books, used for more than just warming feet. Jo clearly believes in the power of socks as she keeps bringing them to our attention again and again. Protection, expressions of love, and procuring freedom. They're all ways that socks have been used in Harry's six years at Hogwarts. Yeah, but... I mean, that's all well and good, but it is ignoring one small little detail. What's that, Laura? Well, wasn't Dumbledore wrong? I mean, Socks didn't have anything to do with Harry's defeat over Voldemort. Well, that's true. Harry did work it all out on his own. But just imagine how easy it would have been for him to defeat the Dark Ward if old Voldy would have just had some nice socks. I mean, the poor guy came out of that crazy cauldron barefooted. He was freezing. (laughs) Lord Voldemort would have shrunk like a wool sock in high heat if he'd just had a decent pair of stockings. I mean, just look at his life at the orphanage. Tom Riddle never had anything nice. Birthday Twins mentions that if Riddle lived in such deplorable conditions, he probably didn't have very nice socks. Kind of makes you think about a nice, warm, fuzzy emotion that he was also missing out on. There you have it, Laura. Nothing. I mean, nothing says love like a nice, thick pair of socks. Except, you know, maybe Barry Manilow. But I can't think of anyone who wouldn't be thrilled to get a pair of socks for Valentine's Day, even if they are two weeks late. Well, I've got to say, I'm convinced. Socks it is. I'm going (laughs) to run now and get a pair. Well, I'm glad we solved that little problem. That's all we have for today, everyone. But remember, send your spoof essays for our April issue of Scribulus. They're due March 1st. And if you want to read Socket to him or any of the other great essays we discuss then go ahead and visit www.scribulus.com. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys. Are you smarter than our John? No, we test your knowledge and be on a show. We dollish, dollish, now we're on the air. Are you really as smart as you claim? Are you smarter than our John? No, we if you think so, you'll be on the show we J.K. Rowling's given all the clues. Now are you smarter than our big J? Hello? Hello. Ah, there we go. Now we can hear him. <laughs> yeah, it was, on, it was on mute for some reason. Oh, geez. Well, that's never good. No. All right, take oh. it away, Melissa. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Smarter Than John Noe? We have our guest, our guest Andy King, our first ever Are You Smarter Than John Noe guest. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to give you one question, Andy, and John, when we give when we give that one question, John is going to type me and Sue his answer. Yeah. When we say it's okay for you to answer, you go ahead and answer and we'll let you know who won. Okay. 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 No, we're not it's just not just one question, is it? It's just one at a time, it's just right? Just one question, but per per person, per person. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. That's it. All right, Sue has the first question for you. Okay, here we go. What are the full names of Snape's parents? <sighs> oh, God. Go ahead, John, type your answer. Wait a second. Let me think. Hold on. Give me a freaking second. Listen, uh, count them down. Dude, you better that... not be looking anything up. Did he have... He had... He had two John, parents. Write it down. <laughs> I don't have anything. Oh, wait. No, that's not Snape. That's Riddle's parents. Come oh, on. frick all. I don't... <laughs> Any idea? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Wait, 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 wow. wait, wait! No, no, no! Prince, Prince, Prince! John, right. you have to type it. Type it, you. Good job. <laughs> How are these instructions 
Oh, I just got too you. excited. Okay, let's do a different question. <laughs> Wait a second, but what was the question? No, first and last all. names? Well, you since have. you didn't follow the rules. All right, no, well, is it first and last names or yes, what? Yes, the full name. Yes, oh, I would have never known the first name. Are you kidding me? It's Eileen John. There you go. All right, all right, well, that Eileen. question got so screwed up because John's a dope. So let's do a whole different Okay, good, good practice. Do a, oh, but do that was good. Question. That was good, Andy. That was What's right. his father's name, Andy? I have no idea. Uh, okay. Okay. So what's the real question? That's okay. good practice. Good work. Okay. Good practice. Now we know it doesn't work. Okay. What was the name of the fatal curse that Crab, Vincent Crab, cast that actually causes death in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows? John, don't say anything. Type it. Okay. Type it. Um, I do know this one. I think I just have no idea how to spell it. Well, don't this worry. Not we're not going right. to count spelling. I don't think it's even right. Thank God we're not going to count spelling. <laughs> Andy, what? Andy, what's the answer? Fiend fire. All right, not yes! at all. John wrote. <laughs> say it. John wrote infant flame. I got. <laughs> I got confused with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. The guy, the guy, the, the fire guy who comes it's out. It's a video game. I know what it is. Andy, you're so angry. Oh, you silly, silly man. <laughs> In Frit Flame, there you go. Andy King, you are... Here uh, I thought this would be difficult. Under, oh, you know, we're sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Andy King, you are smarter than John Noe. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Thank you Next for playing. Next contestant coming up. Thank you for playing. Bye, you win, Andy. You win, Bye. You win Bye. broken toaster. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> In Frit Flame. I will never forget that. In so I-N-F-R-I-T-F-L-A-M-E, just in case anybody's wondering. Oh. I wonder what it really is spelled in in Final Fantasy that you're... Uh, it's Ifrit, I think, and he's Ifrit. the guardian force that comes out and throws fire at people. That you know. That I know. <laughs> if they're casting for the Final Fantasy movie crew, let me know. Okay, next. Hello. Hello, is this Lauren? Yes, it is. Hey, it's Pottercast calling. Hi. Hi. <laughs> John's a little annoyed. He's 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 kind of mad you think you're smarter than him. Join the club. Hi. The club. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready to play? Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Sue's got Sue's gonna hit you up with the question. Okay, now this is gonna be kind of tricky. It's a tricksy one. We gotta think hard. How many times did Nick, headless nearly headless Nick, get uh whacked before he was finally Almost well, John. Don't okay. say it. I'm just Go gonna have this. to guess. You have to write it down. Okay. Um, we'll go with this Harry Potter number here. <laughs> Lauren, do you know the answer? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Uh. No, I know. It, I know. It, I know. It. Uh. Don't get your book out. Don't get in books out. Can I get the book out? No. <laughs> no. 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 No Who can research faster than John Noe? I don't know, 47 or something like that? Ooh, oh, so, so close. 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 Dun, dun, dun. The answer is 45. John thought it was 7. <laughs> <laughs> you were a lot closer than he was, though, that's for sure. It's a multiple of 7. <laughs> Wait, 7 no, it is isn't. a multiple of 7, John. <laughs> right, let's do another question so we can figure out who, who, okay. who is actually see, smarter here. Okay. See, we're tied. Okay, name three things that were flung in defense uh-huh. at the Battle of Hogwarts in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows. There were three things for sure that were flung by the various defenders of oh, Hogwarts. Okay, I know one. Uh, I just have to know one or all three? Three. 
Frank. This is hard. That is right. I don't know. You're thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean, I think. Okay, Lauren. Lauren, do you know the answer? One of them. Do you know All any three. of them? The three. Um, well, they threw mandrakes. Um, yeah. Uh, did they? I don't, or did don't they know. set? Did they set the mandrakes screaming? Oh, no, they right. did use mandrakes. She's right. Okay, I, that's one. Well, I don't know about throwing, but uh, they threw snargle puff pods. Yes, that's two snargle puff pods. Venomous something. Tenta something. <laughs> Tenta. Venomous tentacula. Yeah. I don't know if they threw. Did they throw that? It's a, it's a vine. It's a plant. I don't know. Ne- if they threw Neville it. Neville Neville uh, did with Professor Sprout. They were doing it, and they went to go get it, and they all were armed with it. Didn't Peeves drop them on it or something? Peeves drops the Snarkaloth pods. Oh, what the hell? Well, what, ruling. What do you think? Is that three? I think it's three. I think okay. I got three of them too. Okay, here's what John said. Okay. John said crystal balls, which is true. Which, true. which is very accurate. Uh-huh. Knifles and forks. Knives. You <laughs> said knifles. Knifles. knifles oh, come on, now, you know what I, I think was he was typing. watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And then no, no, the house elves threw them. Probably, you're probably right. Then, then number three was the house elves. <laughs> they did not fling the house elves. You lose for that automatically by using them as weapons. You are fail. <laughs> they're all, they're only wins. worth their own. Ding, ding, ding. They're only worth their own mass. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Lauren, you are definitely smarter oh, than John. I think it's a, cl- a closer call than last. <laughs> Thank you very much for oh. playing. Don't tell anybody about this till the show goes up. Okay, cool. But you cool? can brag now. You can, but not. You have the rights. Oh. <laughs> okay. Thanks, lady. Hello. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Are You Smarter Than John Noe? Da, da, da. Are you? Yes, I am. I totally am. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're going to prove that. Friends have been quizzing me all day. I swear to God. You've been studying for this? No. <laughs> studying more like sitting and playing on Leaky during all of my classes. Hey, well, we don't mind that. We're, we're, we're fine, fine with that. that. Uh-huh. Why don't we just email everybody who comes to the site that they're going to be on a contest and they can be on Leaky all day? Oh, That'd be brilliant. I didn't want to pay attention in math class, so. Who does? Screw math. John! John! What? All right, we're playing a okay, game. Okay, okay. Here's how it works, Miss Sasha. Sue will ask you a question, and then John is going to type his answer to Sue and I so that we know what he said. Then you'll, you'll answer, and we'll tell you who got it right, because trust us, we'd much rather that you got it right. So... <laughs> Not to worry that we'll be <laughs> we'll be straight with you. Okay, now these are this is gonna be kinda hard. You have to kinda think about this. But okay. name all the towers of Hogwarts. Oh. Oh, how many are there? God, there's a lot of towers. And it's not that many. Okay, here's I'm not one. telling you how many. Here's two. I need to look at a picture. I need to think of how many I'm looking for. I thought there was at least one more. I'm in love with the building. <laughs> Take a partial credit here. Um, <laughs> no. I'm just partially gonna... smart. Does that count? Partially smart? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Sasha's like, no Whoever way. Gets more. Whoever gets more. Am I allowed to answer yet? I don't know. John, are you still... You got to tell us when you think you're complete, John. Uh, okay. One more. Now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, I got some of those. Okay. Okay, Sasha, your turn. What are the towers of Hogwarts? Okay, um, there's the Astronomy Tower. There's the, isn't like there the Gryffindor Tower? Mm-hmm. Oh, for, for <laughs> John. Aw, John, did you not get that one? Okay, <laughs> Sasha, continue. Keep going, yeah. Sasha. How can you forget that? You know, it's, a, it's a common room. That's not a tower. It's a tower. Thank That's you. Why do they get their own tower? Because they're cool. There's the Ravenclaw Tower. Right. Mm-hmm. They got a tower, there's, too. There's <laughs> the Probably one where they have the nation. Mm-hmm. And the owl, owl, Owlry is a tower. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So good. So close. That's all I can think of. Oh! Oh, so close. There's one more. Right, Sue? Yes. And, Dumbledore's and office? Yes. Ding, 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 very... ding, 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 ding. Whoa, oh, that was great. That was excellent. Very good. Sasha, oh. John said the North Tower, the Astronomy Tower, the South Tower, the Divination Tower, and Sprouts Tower. <laughs> I don't forget think... about Gryffindor Tower. That's like... <sighs> I cry. It's the main piece in the book. I, I don't know what the hell. But my <sighs> favorite thing is Sprout, the Hufflepuffs, and we had a whole conversation that they live down below I know, Badgers. They live underground. And Lances. you're saying they live in a tower. It's an underground I mean, tower. Speaking of Hufflepuffs, I've got a question for you. Okay. Uh-oh. Is it possible to be a Griffin Puff? Like part Gryffindor, but mostly Hufflepuff? I think so. I mean, I think I think that they put you in one, but I think there's certain. I think you can have attributes of all personally. But I mean, I, mean, I was I think talking that, to a friend of mine, and she said she was a Griffin puff, and yeah. I just wanted to find out what that if that would make any sense. I think a lot of people feel like that, though. I mean, yeah. I've heard that. You know, I mean, that's pretty common. Or they like they say that in your relationships. You know, where you know, like a puff married a Gryffindor and stuff. So yeah, I think so. I don't know why not. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> thank well, you, Sasha. <laughs> thanks, Sasha. You are smarter than John Noe. Yes. I think there's a there's a pattern developing here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We got one more to go. Hello. It's Chloe. Chloe. Hi, guys. Chloe. How are you hi. Doing? How are you? Hey, Melissa. I'm good. Everybody doesn't know this is, this is the lovely Chloe, and she is John's helper extraordinaire yes. and now it's going to be ultimate showdown because i want to know if john's helper is <laughs> than he is i think we all know the answer to this to begin with oh yeah <laughs> let's just get on with it name four of the tales of beetle the bard that were mentioned specifically mentioned in deathly hallows oh okay okay i know one right away be oop okay um <laughs> 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 okay, here's one. Patrick's <laughs> cheating. You got to talk to no. Joe about these. I love no, you, John Noe, so much. I just <laughs> Chloe, Chloe, you should know that makes absolutely no difference. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Keep keep typing them. I feel All bad because right. the audience has no idea what we're laughing about, but they will. Trust me. What are you, what's wrong? I got. I'm doing good so do, far. Do it. You're doing good. All keep right, going. Um, uh, I think the question. How many do I need to do? Four. Four of the five. John, one of them is staring you in the face. Oh my god! Uh, (laughs) I mean, oh, the one from the. Okay, what the hell? The three, two. Oh jeez, John. Three, three, three. 
Okay, so Chloe, what, are, you, what are your four? Oh, um, <laughs> I can only come up with two. Oh, oh Chloe, oh, no. no. Chloe, I know. Don't let him win. Brock. I know I can't lose to John. Brock. I'm going to be humiliated. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk it out. Talk it out like they do on Millionaire. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So I know Babbity Rabbity and the Cackling Stump. Okay. okay. See, I got that one too. Okay, so three brothers. <laughs> okay, that's two. He didn't get Babbity Rabbity? That's. Yeah, just, just, wait, did. just wait. Just wait. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chloe. Huh. What are some others that she mentioned? Can I phone a friend? No. no. <laughs> You're already phoning friends. You got three friends on the line right here. Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way. She already said that one. Yeah, right. babbity rabbity. My attempts to cheat are bad. <laughs> I fail. It's okay, super Hufflepuffs. We don't do cheating very well. I don't, and they know I wouldn't Whoa. either. It's, but I wouldn't. Ah, I can't believe I can't it. Wow. Chloe, the question was, I was actually going to ask you was to name the seven Hufflepuffs, but I thought that would be just too much in your favor. Oh, God, the Hufflepuffs. Yeah, I could have gotten that one. Hmm. I know it's Ron talking about it. Ah. All right, we got we to gotta, we gotta wind this up in a minute. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I well, need to give. You've only got two. John Gattel, the three brothers, Warlock's Harry Hart, Fountain of Fair Fortune, and ladies and gentlemen, Hibbity Dibbity and the Cackling Stump. Oh, come on. That's real close. <laughs> oh, John. That's close enough. Come on. Yes. You want to tell Joe that her book, is, her, her story is called Hibbity Dibbity and the Cackling Stump? I, I think maybe in some foreign translation that could work. <laughs> maybe. Granted, it's just about as sensical as Babbity Rabbit, but at least it makes sense with the story. The rabbit. John, I love you so much. Oh, John, you are just too much. I can't. Well, John, Uh, we found somebody that Chloe. Chloe, I'm sorry to say. Oh no, Chloe! Wait, there's got to be one more question. (laughs) There's got to be another question for Chloe because Chloe. We know Chloe's smarter than John. No way. Gad Sue, hit us. Oh, right, so I can't ask about the seven, the Hufflepuffs? No, nah, you already told her that one. Oh, well, this would be hard, though. Um, like, they all haven't been hard. Well, Hibbity yeah. dibbity. That's so darn close. Name ten Fred and George products from Weasley Wizards. Ten. ten? Holy crap. I'm sorry. At least... I, okay, I totally, do five. Do yeah, five. Yeah, you're totally right. Five. I couldn't do I couldn't do ten. I gotta tell you. Oh, we did these on our, our thing. So, do five. Five. Do five. <gasps> Okay, Jesus, this is darn it all. Okay. Um, all right. There's one. Uh, I don't know how to spell that one word. I mean, we saw these in many books, especially at the yeah. end. <clears throat> Do we have to know the proper title or know what it does? You need to know the title, I think. Okay. I would, yeah. The hell do they call those things? Uh, uh, oh, no. Dudley. 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 <laughs> oh, right, right. What the hell was it? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I just I can't see him go down in flames. I love him. He's been going down it's in flames the entire just... segment. Let's be oh, that's true. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um, think of the think of the movie, John. The movie. Don't give me a clue. Oh my God. Just talked about it. Just talked about it. It's part of our show. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, you fail! You fail! You do. You what? fail. 
You fail. All right, Chloe, can you think of five Fred and George products? I actually have six. Oh, no sweet nougats, canary creams, Peruvian instant darkness powder, pygmy puffs, the headless hat, and the tauntong toffees. John says, John says, canary creams, skiving, I guess that meant skiving, snack boxes, yeah. invisible head hats, tauntong toffees, and fizzing fireworks? The fireworks from the, from the Phoenix. filibusters. Those are what? filibusters. Those are Dr. Filibusters. Wet, no heat, wet start. Okay, and the fireworks. one that he brand of them didn't they? they do, did they do their own brand? Yes, you're right. They did do their own brand, but it's that's not what they're. They never really yeah. named them. They just sort of like were oh. their fireworks. You know, and the but, okay. one that he tell him that the one he failed at, Melissa. That's part of our show that he didn't even get the clue. Tell him what. I don't know. Cats? The extendable ears. Oh, you missed oh God. Ears. <laughs> I forgot. We haven't had one in months. We haven't had one in a long time. Well, Chloe, you still are smarter than Mr. John Noe. Thank you for playing, babe. We've got to go, go do the rest of the show. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye, Chloe. Bye. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Are you smarter than Sam? She's smarter than John Noe? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I just like ran up the stairs and now I'm out of breath. <laughs> Sorry. How you guys doing? We're okay. How about you? Awesome. Everybody's been smarter than me so far, so I needed to uh, work myself hard up. To do, John. <laughs> well, oh, snap. Uh, all right. I love you. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> give you a question then. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, Suze. Uh, <clears throat> can you name seven Hufflepuffs? Oh. I'm serious. Name seven Hufflepuffs. Start writing. All right. Start writing I, them down. I know. I know one on the top of my head. Oh, I can't even um, name seven Hufflepuffs. Oh. All right. Well, then we can do something else if it's too no, long. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Wait a second. If the contestants nah, don't know it, it, then think about it. You'll get it. All right. Go ahead, Don. That's one. Mm. Oh. Oh. What's her face? Uh. <laughs> wait. That was a typo. That was not a typo. Cheating. If I grab my book. Yeah. Be very much cheating. <laughs> that's not how you spell her last name I'm not repeating <laughs> that out loud <laughs> we can't even repeat what John just wrote just, he's a Hufflepuff expert he's incorrigible <laughs> good John you're going you're doing it uh, this is like the last one that I know what uh, okay go ahead, keep going oh wait wait no 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 the dude yeah poor, poor guy oh yeah that's absolutely <laughs> it <laughs> You know more. I don't. You said oh, one yes. of them before. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm, can, can I'm you, totally tapped. You can always also count the ghost of Hufflepuff. Just doesn't saying. have to be students either. Oh, oh. Um, Who is the ghost that likes? There you go. Nice, God. John. Nice. Oh, and what's her face? Okay, so it's John, Sam. Say, say what, what's her face? What's her name? Say it all No, God, Sam. <clears throat> Think my hero. Thanks, heroes. Think who does Sue ramble about, Sam? And I know you've heard me ramble about this person. Oh my gosh. This is the worst mom in my life. Who is my queen? <laughs> she doesn't want to, she doesn't want you to neglect her, your earmuffs. Oh. Well, not that one. <laughs> okay. Do I start now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You go. So bad. That didn't down enough for. I should be. Go ahead. You start saying them and then I bet you'll. <laughs> Hold the Hufflepuff counter it. Yes, of she course. does. Oh, God, I didn't even think I of her. Mean, <laughs> there, I got you there, John. Uh-huh. Hannah Abbott's a Hufflepuff, right? Yes, mm-hmm. she is. Absolutely. Okay, and then if we're talking earmuffs, is that illegal that you gave me a hint? No, go ahead. No. 
Okay, that was Professor Sprout, right? Yep, that's number three. Do, 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 do. Three. Um, is Zachary Smith? Yeah, it's very nice. Very good. Oh, I don't say, think that's I got sweet. that one. He's an obscure Keep one, but thinking. very good. Keep thinking there. The DA. Copper D- Fire. Mm-hmm. Plenty of Hufflepuffs around. Come on. Who's gorgeous? That's oh, was good. Oh my god. I should be shot for not even remembering. Cedric Diggory. Yes. <laughs> Two more. Wait, how many is that? Four or five? That's five. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh, I know five Hufflepuffs. I'm awesome. Think, think, about, <laughs> think about the DA. Think about the DA. Oh god. Um everybody at home is screaming. I know. I know. That's really funny. funny. Oh no, no, I don't do I don't want to make people mad. <laughs> It's it's intense. Um, like two more. Cho Chang. Not a Who's a little bit clumsy, but a, who's a clumsy but kind of pinkish, kind of cool? Okay, <laughs> we might be going a little off. <laughs> right I've never heard a Hufflepuff <laughs> described as kind of cool. Shut up! You just shut up over there, Mister. <laughs> Got your butt smacked in this game so far. You just hush. I've heard Hufflepuff <laughs> described as kind of cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I failed. Oh, but we have. Count, I can't remember the ghost name. John called him Fatty Fryer. If that helps. That's John close. called him Fatty Fryer. <laughs> Fatty Fryer. Fatty Fryer. Whatever, I give up. <laughs> okay, well, there's like. John had Sprout, Fat Fryer, Cedric, Justin Fletchery, which I don't think counts. Tom. Oh, why not? It's no. Justin Finch Fletchley, you dork. Uh, okay, oh, well. That's- <laughs> and that's on tour with Justin, who's Chunch- Justin. Whatever in the sugar post. I should have gotten that. I'm sorry. Anyway. Well, there's also Tonks, Susan Bones, which John wrote differently. We're not going to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie McMillan, Hannah Abbott. And John wins this round. I can't believe oh. it. I never thought I'd see the day. I hate my life. Sammy, thank you so much, sweetie. Now I get to be smarter than one person on this show. Excellent. That's ridiculous. That's, I'm the one. Thank, oh, I'm so mad. Thank at you myself. for letting me win. <laughs> You're she just must being have a let good me win. Friend, she, Sam, that you was clear, it. You, you clearly let him win. Yeah, I expect my $500 check in the mail. You got it. We're going to call you every week after this to so make sure that I get my spirits back up the rest of the show. Damn, can I let you win? <laughs> I was going to say, can I let him win? If that's what if that's what the rate is? Uh, 500 <laughs> For $500, yeah. Damn. Just pulled off the tree in the backyard. For reals. All right. All right. All right. I love Thanks. you guys. Love you, Sam. Sam. See you, fuck, Bye. Bye. <laughs> you I can't call? believe you actually got Hufflepuffs. I'm I shocked. rock. Well, you gave me some clues. Oh, well, well, yeah. That was kind of, we were kind of, okay. I would have never okay, got Okay, guys, if you want to be the next person to show John Noe what's what, call. Uh, let us know your Skype name or number at staff at pottercast.com. Yay. Yay. Great show, Podcast 140. We're here at the end, the drums. Do we still have drums? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I tend to fall asleep with this part of the show. I'm kidding. Thanks. Anyway, (laughs) welcome to the end of Podcast 140. And we have a very special guest here to talk about something that we have been talking about for a long time. Uh, You guys guys keep emailing us. We're really happening. We promise this time. And to give us the details is our friend Meg. Hello, Meg. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> she is from the Sugar Quill. Yay! If you guys know Harry Potter fanfic, sugarquill.net, it's a really great site. And she's going to be writing the script, and John and her are going to now talk about what you should do if you want to be a part. Yeah. So, we've been talking about this last week or so. 
Yep. And um, we have decided, well, well, first let's tell them a little bit about what's going to be happening. We've decided on beginning the story uh, in the the next generation. Yep. We feel that um, pretty much the canon of the of Harry's generation has been, you know, it's it's been explored. We have that story. So it's really the, the curiosity is with this new generation, particularly, of course, Harry's kids and Ron and Hermione's kids. And Scorpius. And Scorpius. Oh, <laughs> we cannot yeah. forget about him because he, Lord knows he's going to challenge Harry to a duel in the trophy room or something. So <laughs> Harry. Albus Severus. Well, that would be a devastating. Albus Severus is our, our main character because that is, as Joe said, uh, her favorite character. Her most in- character she was most interested in, I think is what she Poor said. Kid. But um, But anyway, we're going to release uh, a chapter of this story, or however long it ends up being. Um, once every three or four weeks or something. Yep, an episode. And, and, and this is new for us, so yeah. we're not sure how long they'll be at this point. It'll be an experiment in some ways. Definitely. Definitely. But um, if you are interested, there are a few um, qualifications first. A couple of them technical, just because we have to. And that is, you need to be able to record yourself on a microphone on your computer. You... Um, need to be able to you know okay well you need to have skype which is a little voice over ip program most of you have it and um how we'd like to be able to do it is once we have our cast they you will have to record your lines individually and send them in and the more um the more actors we can get on like a conference call to be able to act with each other, obviously, the better off the, sh- the episode's going to sound. And we'll get into all those hairy details eventually um, down the line here. But as far as auditioning, uh, we've decided on what, Meg? In terms of auditioning, what we would like people to do is if you have a role in mind that you think you would be right for or that you would just love to play, and if that person happens to have lines in the epilogue of Deathly Hallows, go ahead and record yourself reading those lines aloud and essentially performing them. And in general, and you know, don't despair if your character doesn't show up and have lines, we're interested to, to hear, of course, people who feel that they could be um, an Albus or a James or a Rose, but we also want to hear other people. And so if your character's not in there, go ahead and, um, and in general, everybody do this. Choose your favorite passage from any of the books and read it aloud in essentially in performance style. And we just wanted to address one thing about this, which is that we, we figure people will ask whether or not they should have British accents, and the answer is: if you have one, great. If you yeah. if you are really good at it, then great. If you're not that strong at it, just be yourself. Just perform it straight out, because people will get past um, no <laughs> accent a lot more quickly than they can get past bad accent. Exactly, and man, Lord knows, I do a terrible British accent. <laughs> And I plan on, you know, and actually all of us here plan on taking tiny little minor roles <laughs> if the script calls for it that week. Like uh, random person number three in the ministry to say, hey, whatever, I don't know. Not very good at this half. <laughs> but um, I want to be a Hufflepuff. I'm sure they'll probably be a few Hufflepuffs. <laughs> um, and, and about uh, reading um, your favorite uh, passages there, because... 
Uh, we haven't put up like a cast of characters yet that uh, we, people will be auditioning for. There's going to be a second round of this audition process as well. But um, we could decide, hey, you read for Albus Severus, but you'd make a really good... Um, right, so be open-minded, you know, because you may not realize how you sound, or, I mean, I think we're all that way, sort of, if you ever hear a recording of yourself. Most of us are a little bit horrified, I think. <laughs> yeah. but, it's um, taken me, like, 110 shows to get used to how I sound. Oh, there's one other thing, actually. The reading of the passages, just so that we're going to be able to get through listening to everything. Please keep it to a page. Yeah. Keep it a page, about a minute, something like that. Um, on Pottercast.com will be more concise instructions about uh, re- recommendations of the how to record yourself, um, where to send them to, what to call your file, what to put in the subject line of your email, everything to make it easier on us and get this done quicker. But uh, the first round, we may or may not air everybody's submissions, um, but uh, the second round will include an... Um, a uh, country's idol-esque uh, audition <laughs> process where we will uh, air some of them and you guys, the listening audience, will get to have a say in who gets casted for what because there'll be polls on podcast.com um, yes, for our, uh, each our callback, of the big we will, be, we will air some of the callback tapes for voting and that's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. That will be crazy fun. No, we're not going to make fun of you like... Oh, no know, Simon Cowell? Country idol. What's no that? No Simon Cowell? <laughs> no, we can't I make know. fun. I mean, maybe they'll have to be like a little checkbox on their audition no, to say, no I don't mind if you cruelty. make fun of me. Yeah. Aww. yeah. <laughs> not fun without wanting cruelty. You have to be very terrible. No. Just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to hearing people's voices and more more than that, just to hearing what people's interpretations are, how people read these characters or how people... It's, yeah. you, you can tell a lot, I think, about how people feel about the book by the way that they'll read it aloud. That's going to be a lot of fun. So get those totally. recordings together. Woo! Get them, man. We can't wait to get started on this. The, uh, the original idea of the fans being able to influence the story is uh, is still is still on here after the episodes there'll be a polls on podcast.com for you guys to choose you know some elements of the next uh, episode like uh, you know harry goes to the great hall end of end of episode does he eat a uh, eat a pudding does he forego sweets does he you know get into a fight with Alpha Puff. We promise yeah, that the decisions that we'll leave to you will be equally exciting. Equally yes. exciting as the scenario <laughs> yeah. John just laid out. Does Harry <laughs> eat a pudding? Yeah. Or does Harry he go to Headmaster Dollish I mean, and he pretty much just revealed the central, you know, idea of the plot. So now we're going to have to start from scratch. But <sighs> Pretty much yeah. all about pudding. Yeah, it is. It is. You and pretty food. Much. I don't know. Don't go along with it, Meg. Don't encourage it. Don't. Uh, he just had Master Dollish, Meg, you realize. Oh, no. Dollish? I mean, I have some influence here on the on the story. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, we should have a podcast poll this week of um, who who do you think is the next headmaster in 
these kids this generation? Mm, yeah. We don't really know. That's I told John last week. That's my big、uh, question about this story: is if you have a if you have an eleven year old, if you have Aldous Everest doing his first year at Hogwarts, you have to have a run in with the headmaster. It's tradition, so we have to have a headmaster, <laughs>、yeah. and it's、uh, just a little yeah, bit I mean, hard to fill Dumbledore's shoes.、Um, yeah. Just I mean, Dumbledore is about、so、the right age. It's impossible to do actually. So we're just going to have to be、yeah. inventive. Is what it comes、and、down to. And that's all for that moment when he walks into that into that office and sees a picture of Albus and a picture of Severus on the yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, looking up at those guys and realizing, oh, uh, that's my、uh, that's my legacy. Look what you have to live up to, buddy. No pressure, none at all. No pressure at all. No pressure, kiddo. Well, this I I can't wait. So, just to remind everybody, when does this all begin? What's the next action now? They need to have.、First. Yeah, they're、uh, everything in by March first. That is a page reading of whatever you wish, even if you're the character that you wish to play is not in the book. Yes, right. Yep. No, nobody、exactly、read for、right. Dobby because he's still dead. Dobby's still dead. Dobby the ghost. Yes. <laughs> awesome! I can't wait. And so, yeah, that's about it. Perfect. I think everybody got what they needed for this week. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for having、What、me, guys. What else do we have to do here?、Uh, well, we're glad you're doing this, Meg. Meg this is gonna... awesome, man. I mean, the fandom is. We'll, we'll be hearing more from you. If you haven't read Meg's writing before, you're in for a real treat. We're really, we're just so excited that you're doing this because her fan fiction is what basically drew me into the fandom because it was so amazing. So、uh, I do believe that、um, one of her fan fictions was the first fan fiction I ever read, which, and which? I actually printed it out. Um, oh, page for page, so I could、uh, show it to my sister. That, depending on the fanfic, you could have killed like an entire rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty big. I think. I think、uh, I'm going to be embarrassed if it wasn't yours. I think it was. We've、I'm、had this conversation、sure、once before, but I can't remember the actual. No, that's cool. If it was. wasn't, I'll just take credit. Which one、yeah. was it? <laughs> What was it, Melissa? Oh,、uh, I don't remember. I think it was the Hermione. You, you wrote it. Oh, can we can we link can we link to your can we talk about where to find your fic? Oh sure, and、um, and I、uh, gosh, I feel a little embarrassed. Actually, a lot embarrassed because I never returned to finish those diary stories. Every life just kept getting in the way every time, and、uh, <sighs> well, I don't know if I will now. Sometimes it's better to finish a thing when you're in the swing of it, and then it's hard to return to it. But、uh, anyway, that's that. Well, there was also a very long one called "After the End," which was、yes. uh, post Goblet of Fire fanfic. So which we、fun. did finish. Which we did. That's、finish. the one. That's the one. In a fury, the night before、uh, Book Five came out. I printed that out page for page. No, <laughs> no, no. Cool with my sister. You did, in、no. fact, have an impact on the environment. Was, I'm afraid. It was a very small font. Hope you used recyclable paper, John. Yes, but that was、story. so good, though. I think we actually made a bonfire later that week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, it was very,、program. good. very good. It was awesome. Well, awesome. Well, I so, cannot wait. Yeah. Keep moving, everybody. We can't wait to hear what you got.、Yeah. It's going to be an awesome cast, and you know this may be the first of many casts. Cats? Who knows? What? Who knows? Cast.、Uh, we might say that this story is going to be ten episodes long, and then we're going to take a break and come back with a new cast, a new season. There, we'll see how it works. There's no telling. This is the pilot. Let's see how it goes. Like, well, if we don't think, get canceled think, in like you know, the first three months. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, also, another fun announcement. If you are uh, interested in editing um, something like this or uh, anything else on Pottercast, Pottercast is looking again for more editors for the show. Uh, there will be details on Pottercast.com of uh, what we're looking for and exactly how to audition because we really have to streamline this process because it took forever last time. So if you are interested, make sure to listen next week and to keep an eye on Pottercast.com this week. Awesome. Yay. All right, so I on that note, do we do that, we twiddle some things or what? Yes. I think this is the part we, we have to uh, keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be callback. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Missed it. W3. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> This week's Pottercast was produced by the Pottercast Trio and Steve Bonnet. Thanks to our Scooby-5 team, Aaron and Nina, and thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com.